The secret of change is to focus your energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new. And that's exactly what we're going to do, starting right now. Welcome to the Bite Size Habits Podcast. I'm Dr. Heather McKee. I'm a weight loss and behavior change psychology specialist and founder of drheathermckee.co.uk. This podcast is all about serving up bite-sized, digestible, evidence-based guidance from top health and behavior change experts and some inspirational real-life stories to help you get the mindset for success and stay there. Fiona Brennan is a much-acclaimed clinical hypnotherapist, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and positive psychology advocate. Having experienced the struggles of anxiety firsthand, Fiona was driven to find an approach that not only helped her break through her own mental barriers, but one she could then share with others. She is the author of The Positive Habit, Six Steps for Transforming Negative Thoughts into Positive Emotions. Through her book and online program, Fiona supports people to reduce their anxiety in order to thrive and flourish. In this episode, you will learn how thoughts are habits too, and the importance of reframing your thoughts, what one of the most sought-after mental health habits is, and the steps to take to attain it, the key habit Fiona uses to maintain her positive emotions, the key question to ask yourself to integrate into your own healthy habits based on this episode is, what one small thing can you do now, today, to start taking care of yourself and your mental health? I am a massive fan of Fiona's work, which I'm sure you can tell as I'm positively gushing throughout the conversation, but also because she's someone who really walks her talk and is a huge inspiration in terms of what the power of working on your mental fitness can do. I highly recommend her weekly blog, which gets sent out every Monday morning. It's a fantastically positive way to kickstart your week. I hope you enjoy this episode with Fiona Brennan on the power of transforming negative thoughts into positive emotions. Hi, Fiona. It's Heather. How are you? I'm good, Heather. Great. Thank you. Yeah. How are you? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. I'm delighted to have you um, on the podcast. Just for any of the listeners, just to share a little bit about you know, why I invited you on. So I am such a massive fan of your weekly newsletters and they come in on a Monday morning and I always save them for um, over breakfast and I'll pop on and you normally have a lovely little video that's really translatable and it's just, yeah, it just brings, it starts my week off on a positive note. And um, yeah, I just wanted to thank you oh. for that, first of all, because it's just a little bit of light on a Sunday or a Monday oh, morning. Thanks, so, um, you yeah. paint a lovely picture of it, like the <laughs> cup of tea and just that little ritual. So that's yeah. lovely. Thanks, thanks a million for that. Well, thank you. It means a lot. um well I suppose like let's get started in terms of you know what drew you to this area so people can understand a little bit more about what you do besides the fact that I'm a raving fan um you know let's let's think about (laughs) you know what drew you to the field and basically why why you feel it's such an important field as well okay there's I suppose a lot of different components to it and the driving one would be that on a personal level, I, I kind of know what it's like to live with uh, chronic anxiety. Mm. I know what it's like to feel like you're not reaching your full potential, that every day is a struggle, um, that there's something there, you know, that, that horrible feeling of fear that just is like a cloud that can, can sort of hang over you. And I know what that's like, but more importantly and more positively, I know what it's like to be without that. Mm. Um, and 
you know, that's on a personal level, but it's also on the level that I see with my clients Mm. every day. So it's sort of the most amazingly rewarding work that anyone could ever, you know, personally, I feel like it's just the most incredible thing to to, to meet people, to see them, uh, you know, in a place where they're really struggling and mm. um, could be struggling in their relationships. It could be uh, quite often in the work situation, you know, dealing with a lot of low self-esteem, mm. anxiety, confidence issues, um, you know, and then to work with them, to have that sort of honor to be able to work with them and to see them transform, uh, you know, slowly and measuredly and, you know, um, into their true selves. I, you know, that's, that's what I sort of would, would look at it in the sense that, that they're not necessarily changing, but they are sort of transforming back into who they truly are mm. without any toxicity and the negativity. So I know what that's like from my own, you know, experience in life, but I also then have this incredible um, sort of, I suppose, well, it's a a gift, but it's also a a gift that I receive in terms of being able to to share that uh, with the work that I do, um, which is what led me on to, you know, um, sort of working as hard as I can to reach more people. Mm. You know, you feel that sense of if there's something that you, you know kind of work so it's sort of a formula is not the right word but mm. I suppose the approach um that is effective and you've seen that mm. time and time, then you really want to say okay well how can I actually sort of get this out there more um more widely yeah uh, with what you know the the sort of my my online program is about and now my book so yes. those those are come in from that yeah Yeah. can you tell people a little bit more about that then you know um in particular you know I'm dying to get my hands on a copy of the book and um you know I've I've heard a lot of positive reviews so far you know and it's well for everyone out there it's called the positive habits six steps for transforming negative thoughts into positive emotions and I'm, I'm just wondering um Fiona if you don't mind just tell us a little bit more about that um, and you know what absolutely. people can gain from that yeah absolutely so basically it's kind of grounded in um, mindfulness so mm. it's what I call the now habit which is the essence of, I suppose of everything in terms of awareness such that we're not going to make any positive change uh, without being first of all aware of where we are mm. and a lot of the work I do is is on acceptance um, and the ability to to accept the more vulnerable parts of ourselves, the parts that we can feel ashamed of, the parts that we feel guilty about. But rather than trying to to just get rid of them, it's more about embracing them and turning towards them. Mm. So the book is it's quite it's it's like it's kind of like a manual for the mind in the yeah. sense that it's very practical. So it's kind of the structure of it is that you, you know you start at the the now habit, uh, which is that sense of, of grounding it in in the present moment and then I look at the steps are actually emotional habits and Mm. I study the 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 sort of science of habits in terms of you know how much we are creatures of habit Mm. and how we're not even aware that a lot of the habits that we have are emotional 
habits and mm. thinking habits. Yeah. So we can go around. You probably know yourself, Heather. You know that feeling mm. where your your brain is just going round in a loop, <laughs> and it's you know it can be like it can certainly be when we're, we're faced with any challenge. It's like your your mind, your brain will try to solve that problem, and it'll keep going round and round, and it can be a very exhausting negative process. Mm. So what I've done is is really sort of I, I'm looking at turning that around 360 degrees. So rather than get caught in an unconscious negative loop mm. I look at getting caught in or not caught but creating a conscious positive emotional loop mm. so you learn the actual components of what forms a habit and then you put that into practice in a really practical way mm. you know so it is it's, it's sort of the six emotions that I look at are you know the six sort of supremely positive emotions that we all want to feel more of. Mm. And it was actually really interesting because I had the launch for the book about two weeks ago in, yeah. in Dublin. And, you know, there was it was a big crowd there and we, we, we did this. It was like a, an event, really, rather than just a launch. It was like we had a whole, you know, I had um, a meditation session, a hypnotherapy session. One of the, the parts of it was when people entered um, the building, they were asked, so um, out of the six emotions, which are love, calmness, confidence, gratitude, hope, and happiness, they were asked which one they feel they would like more of. Just by mm. looking at them, there was a visual there, and they had to they had to choose a sticker of the one that they wanted most of. You know, like how would you like to feel when you wake up tomorrow morning? Mm. Yeah, so it was just kind of a bit of fun, you know, and, and to lighten things up and get people chatting and stuff. And, so what was really interesting is that it was like we were joking about it, but um, we ran out of calmness stickers. <laughs> calmness was the one that, that, wow. that was the most popular. Okay. Did that surprise yeah, you? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. Not, not at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I think uh, calmness is the one I certainly would work on the mm. most. You know, that's the one that I sort of feel is most integral to, to sort of have as a grounding yeah. Um, and it's the one I see with my clients needing the most. And mm. then, you know, the idea is that from the calmness, if you, if you think about it, when we are calm, we're definitely more confident. You know, mm. you're just, your brain is, is able to make associations much more quickly. You feel that you can sort of roll with the sort of challenges of life as they, as they unfold. Yeah. So calmness is one that is, really the opposite of anxiety you know when you feel calm mm. you're not feeling anxious you're yeah. you know you're in a much better state of mind mm. so that's the kind of general structure of the book in terms of how you create it's about self-generating these positive emotions and then you know in terms of, of actually really kind of letting them soak in so that your brain, you know, you'll probably know yourself about the whole idea of, of neuroplasticity and the mm. brain's capacity to change. And that's really just the structure of the, of the brain being plastic and malleable. Yeah. And that when you soak those emotions in and you actually sort of really stay with them rather mm. than let them just pass through too quickly, then you have the capacity to, to make a really, you know, a literal change in, in your, um, the structure of your brain. 
which yeah. I think is amazing. And I love the way yeah. you talk about this, you know, um, kind of in your videos, your weekly videos, you talk about, you know, how we can kind of essentially, because obviously, you know, I'm obsessed with all things habit related and, but how, you know, through repetition, we can, yeah, train our brain to actually look for the positive, find the positive, focus on the positive, mm-hmm. um, you know, in, in, in multiple situations. And actually the more we kind of repeat those patterns, the more likely it is then to become automatic for us. Um, and I suppose mm-hmm. I'm curious because you, you always share such kind of vital and really like I love the way you share such practical things. And I suppose if we stay on this theme of calm, you know, and I'm sure there's loads in the book on this. But if you could kind of distill mm-hmm. or, or take out one or two pieces in or mm-hmm. kind of one or two things that people could do um, to find mm-hmm. more calm or start to elicit more calm in their lives. Um, what are the kind of things yeah. that you would say? Well, the fundamental one I would say, Heather, and it's one that we hear a lot, but whether we practice it or not is a different mm. thing. Um, because it almost seems too simple, and it is the breath. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, it often comes back to the breath. Mm. Like learning how to breathe again, learning to breathe in in a in a different way, in the deep, you know, belly breaths, really is actually what cultivates that calmness yeah. and you know activates. Mm parasympathetic nervous system and, mm. and, and really you know creates that that sense of calm so that's something that I do work on a lot mm. and, you I'm know, sure everyone collectively breathed a sigh there as soon as you said that <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly and it's it's something that you you know needs to be done not just in times of of you know triggers of anxiety mm. or stress or but it's something that needs to be done sort of more as a habit automatically um, and you know almost in advance of something so yeah let's say I have a client who's going in to do a presentation and you know that they really have a strong fear of public speaking um, and they start to breathe you know just as they're about to get up it's mm. too it's almost too late because all of the nerves before that are now you know going through the body the cortisol rushing through so it's, it's almost too late and then you know they're they're going to have the, the physical reaction to that in terms of you know, their handshake or they mm. sweat or they blush or whatever. So it's a case of, of kind of really creating this awareness of the breath mm. to ground you into the moment, uh, you know, um, when you feel, when you're in a, in a sort of preempting situations rather than sort of reacting to them, you know, yeah. through the breath. So that's one thing. And then there's, you know, there's other things that, you know, there's the technique, I think I don't even know what it's once, um, called the buzzing bee technique, which mm. I know because, you know, I don't know, it's hard to do it, you know, on a podcast. But <laughs> you can just Google it, the buzzing yeah. bee. And I honestly, like it, if, if your mind is going around like a washing machine and that's, that's that horrible feeling of, you know, too many thoughts or stress, anxiety, and you do this where you simply just, you know, you close your your ears off with your thumbs and you literally just kind of shut everything down so you can't hear anything but your own the sound of your own voice mm. I'm not going to do it next it's, it's, it's too hard to do but if you if, you know the listeners want to google buzzing bee technique it's also in my book it's on the there's an audio there with the book um which is another huge component of the book is, is all the audio aspect of it um but that's one that I would recommend um you know to do when it's almost like when it's the overwhelm has got too too high, mm. that's a good one to do in the moment. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, there's there's this. What's wonderful is that there are so many tools that we can mm. access. You know, once we learn them, once we know how to do them. Yeah. But again, I would say that it's like that's one thing, but you've got to acknowledge when it works for you. Otherwise, mm. you know, people kind of can give up too easily and say, "Oh God, the breath thing didn't work." But it's like if and when it does work, you've got to kind of soak that in. I think that's really important and say, yeah. wow, like I did feel that little bit calmer. Mm. And that's where you get the progress. Yeah. So it's actually like think. not putting yeah. yourself under pressure to kind of get it right in the first time, you know, experiment with these different yeah. techniques, find what works for you. And, you know, and then when you do find yeah. what works, you know, really kind of become quite attentive to, you know, how that affects you. Um, and, and any changes exactly. that might be happening as a result of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And acknowledging progress, as I said, you know, mm. in every aspect is just so, so important. And it's something a lot of us forget to do, yeah. you know. Um, we just kind of move on to the next thing and say, you know, we can forget quite easily mm. how how sort of vital that step is forward, you know, and how how, how we can own that, you know, in terms of, of our input into it. And that's what really builds confidence and, yeah. and sort of helps us to, to keep moving forward. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so important to kind of give ourselves, you know, that kind of pat on the back and say, well, you know what, you tried that and you're, you know, you're, you're making an effort and you're determined and you're persistent. So, you know, let's, let's try something else, see how that works. And, you know, um, and, and, and actually say yeah. to yourself, you know, well done, you actually had the resourcefulness in this moment to kind of think of doing exactly. that mm. and I, yeah. I suppose I and it's not go ahead sorry yeah no it's just that that idea exactly what you said was really nice in terms of well done it's like you know showing yourself that encouragement and that mm. kindness that's a huge part of it as well yeah so important yeah. it underlies really everything you know all of our healthy habits is that ability to kind of be our own best coach and our own best encouragement and yeah and I suppose that kind of leads me on to something that I'd be fascinated to know is like you know what are the kind of key um you know maybe they're mental maybe they're physical but you know habits that kind of really help you kind of stay on track day to day and what are your kind of go-to things um you know, for, for kind of yeah. keeping you focused and allowing you to flourish? There's a few different ones, but I would say the one that has sort of had the most positive impact mm. and the most sort of, you know, enduring impact would be hypnotherapy, yeah. uh, which is, you know, the audios um, that I record, you know, they're on mm. my online program, they're um, in the book as well, and they're also what I do with my clients, you know, every day. And the reason for that is that the, they access the subconscious, you know, so you're, you're kind of quieting down the conscious mind and, and you're, there's so, so, so many misconceptions about what hypnosis is mm. and, you know, but really it is, you know, a lot of people who, who experience it say, well, it's very close to meditation. And the truth is, it, it is. The difference is that quite often it's it's more focused in terms of of the desired outcome. Mm. Meditation is very good for grounding. It's almost like you know the step before yeah. hypnotherapy, if you like. Um, but with hypnotherapy, what you're doing is you're 
you're accessing your subconscious in a very calm, gentle way. Mm. And it is, it's like you said earlier, it's that repetition of positive suggestions that your subconscious hears not just once, but many, many times. Mm. And it becomes, it literally just becomes automatic. It, it creates these grooves in your brain that even like, so you, it can it can surprise you. You know, I've heard it so many times where clients will say, I thought this was going to happen, but then it didn't. It's like the subconscious starts to kind of have more strength, have more power because it has been literally programmed, you know, mm. and we're doing this anyway. You yeah. know, it's like last night people will go to bed and quite often they might think, oh God, tomorrow, you know, what if this happens and mm. how am I going to, you know, deal with that person or this situation or whatever it may be that, that they have on their mind. And this, again, is just turning it around and, and sort of, you know, giving people this really strong sort of link to their subconscious where they use the power of the imagination to visualize what it is that they want rather than what they don't want, mm. you know, because um, that does happen so often. Um, you know, we can all fall into that habit. So it's it's turning that habit around. Um, and so I would say, you know, like I'll notice a difference. And like I, at this point, I do it myself in my own mind because I'm so used to it. You know, it's I, I'm not even, I don't think I'm even aware that I'm doing it, you know, mm. now because it's, it's so long that I've been doing it. But in the beginning and certainly with clients, it, it's a case of, you know, taking that time to, to listen to the, the hypnotherapy audios um, and do it repetitively and, and you know people will, will really notice the difference when they fall out of the habit they'll be like oh I started to get stressed again I don't, and then like what have you been listening to it? oh no okay tap back into it mm. and then that's what you know even when you're feeling good that you continue to listen to it and that's yeah. I think where people often fall fall down and think well I'm grand now sure you know what, mm. I don't need to do anything I'm you know yeah. I feel great and, it's like me with my great. physio exercises as soon as I <laughs> As soon as I feel okay exactly. again, I'm like, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But I love I love that you say that because, you know, and, and what's so, like, you know, one thank you for explaining that because I think there's a lot of taboos around, you know, hypnotherapy and what it involves and everything yeah. else. And I think that was a lovely, um, you know, detailing of actually the process and actually how it works and I think secondly you know what's amazing about that is it doesn't necessarily have to take any more time you know as you mentioned you know you're thinking those thoughts anyway maybe perhaps in not in a productive way you know why not use that time to reframe them into a more productive way that's going to serve you better exactly yeah Mm. and the idea that you can fall asleep as you're listening to it because Often people who are suffering with stress, anxiety, you know, their sleep isn't great, you know, understandably. Yeah. So the biggest sort of, you know, thing that I've helped so many people with is is the idea that they can just get to sleep. And mm. then when they're sleeping better and they're listening to this, it's like a, a sort of a win-win situation. Yeah. You know, sleep is just so imperative, obviously, for our mental health, physical health, every part of us. Yeah. Um, but the... At the same time, you're getting that restorative sleep. You're also just kind of feeding your mind. It's like nourishing your mind with all of this really lovely, positive, you know, uh, suggestions and images and appreciation for the world. Um, yeah. So you just wake up feeling better, you know, which is 
what we all want, really, yeah. isn't it? It's, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And to build a resilience. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I suppose that would be the, the one thing for me. I think that, mm. that kind of, you know, sort of would have been the thing, I'd say, that leaps me forward, if you like, in terms yeah. of, of mental fitness, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. So it's like an anchor behavior, really. It kind of keeps you grounded and it's your foundation on a, on a kind of daily basis. Yeah, and I would say it's even more that it's, it's, it's what helps me to, to, to make progress, you know, like even mm. before the book was written, before I had to publish or before anything yeah. in my mind, you know, it was all there. You know, mm. I, I visualize it, you know, yeah. um, visualize the number one, visualize it selling, vi- visualize the people I'm helping before I've helped them, mm. <laughs> you know, so you're, you're really kind of um, using your mind in such a, such, such a kind of powerful way yeah. that you're, you're, dri- you're driving it rather than it driving you really, and mm. um, which I think is, is so empowering. And yeah. especially when you start to see it all unfold, you know, that it's like this lovely reinforcement coming mm. back. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Um, I suppose we're all dying to hear those recordings. Can you tell people um, <laughs> actually where how they can find out about, you know, your work, be it the book or be it more generally, um, you know, where how of can course, people get yeah. in touch? Yeah, thanks for that. Thepositivehabit.com is, is the best place because you can, um, find out about my online program there mm. and also the book um, you know you can buy the book online um, if you're outside of Ireland uh, the book depository I think does free postage and then the audio once you have the book there's a password and then you get access to all the audio for free on the website so the positive habit is, is really the kind of um, you know central point of it all yeah. uh, to find yeah and then the videos that you're talking about so kindly um, would also be then you can subscribe to them on the Positive Habit website and then that goes out to, to all my um, subscribers of the, the newsletter. So that's okay. another thing that is is available and, um, you know, a resource to help people. So, mm. And I, I'd like to say, you know, you're, it's, you're so generous with that as well, you know, like the quality and the value of that you know and on a weekly basis as well the discipline that must go in behind it um you know is really yeah yeah, it's really valuable it's definitely a really valuable resource as well oh thanks Heather yeah I actually I really do you know it's like it's sort of it motivates me as well you know so it's Mm. it's kind of it's a win-win situation as well you know so it's yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's important is is to be able to to do that. It's like mm. I said, when you feel you have something that can help, then, you know, it's almost like your duty to, to share yeah. it. You think that it's going to make a difference, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I think that's why it's so important for everyone, for all of us to, to, to look after ourselves to the best of our ability. Mm. Because when we do that, then you know, you're just in such a stronger place to give to others, you know. So I definitely believe in practicing what I preach, you know. I feel that that's just so essential, you know, in terms of, of sitting down with a client and saying, you know, you need to cultivate that habit or you need to do that or, you know, yeah. to help yourself. I would find that that's just so paramount that I'm sort of, you know, sort of echoing that rather than than saying something and then doing something else. I think there's got to be, 
an authenticity there and there's got to be, you know, a sort of um, an understanding of of what it's like. You know, I think that, mm. that's also really helpful. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, that's what that sort of forms the, the basis of, of my work is it really is my clients. Like that's, you know, what I say in the book and I say it, you know, at the launch is that I have to thank my clients because without them, this wouldn't be here. You know, mm. that, that's where you probably know yourself how to from yeah. with your clients, like how, how much um, they give to us, yes. you know, in terms of, of, of yeah. how much from them as well. Mm. Absolutely, really? yeah, and it's 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 a yeah. real inspiration, and it kind of it's a reciprocal kind of cycle, isn't it? Because the more you know you can give to people, the more they give back, and then the more you want to give, and you know it, it can yeah, yeah. It's, it can only breed positive things, and um, yeah, I completely agree uh, yeah. with that. It's like the the Deepak Chopra's law, you know, the, the seven spiritual laws, and the one of um, of giving, receiving, and the idea mm. of flow, you know, so. I always think a really healthy sign of, of you know, someone's self-esteem is, is their ability to accept a compliment. And mm. you know yourself in Ireland, that's one thing where people yeah. just <laughs> die, you know. Yeah. Like, please, you know, with only five euro and pennies. Yeah, and, you know, that kind of that's thing. exactly what yeah. I was just thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, no, this whole thing. No, no, no. This is, this is, oh, yeah, this is nothing, you know. Yeah. But the ability to say, thanks a million. Yeah, you know, mm. I actually love it too. And, I think that's a good measure of how we can see how we're doing ourselves when you do get a compliment and then just sort of see how do you work? Are you comfortable with it? Yeah. Does it make you uncomfortable? Are you able to just go, oh, yeah, thanks. I love it as well. Or, you know, mm, <laughs> that's yeah. okay. I think that's a really good good sign. Mm. Um, obviously not being egotistical or anything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, but and it comes back to yeah. as well about savoring those kind of good things in the day as well, you know, and actually, you know, like like you said, you know, at the start, you know, the importance of actually sitting with those and, you know, actually seeing how um, those positive emotions feel and, and the impact then they have on the rest of your day. So, um, yeah, fantastic, Fiona. Thank you so much for your time. I really, really, really appreciate it. Oh, and, it's an um, pleasure. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited oh, for oh, to share to share your work with everyone. So uh, I'm excited for them to Thank you so um, much. Yeah, learn a little yeah, bit more. Absolutely delighted. Okay, well, you have a lovely day. <laughs> you too. Thanks, Heather. Thank you. Thanks Bye. so much. Bye bye. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Bite Size Habits podcast. If you want to learn more about the key factors that drive your habits, pop on over to drheathermckee.co.uk. Thanks for listening and I look forward to having you back soon for another episode of the Bite Size Habits podcast.